The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I am your host, Galen McDowell. I'm the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. We're in the midst of a series titled, How to Have Unexpected Income, based upon the book of the same title by the Unity Minister, the Reverend John Walcott Adams. This has been a really good series. It's been fun, um, very practical, giving us stuff to work with, and we're kind of wrapping it up. Uh, I, I may or may not do a, one more show on this topic. I'm doing a review and kind of talking about the treatment today and some of the other points in the book and just the general idea of prosperity and and the, the mental discipline that this book um challenges us to accept and demonstrate so before i actually get into the book i have a quote that i want to read from another book you know even though we're using how to have unexpected income and i hope and pray that you actually bought the book and as recommended started started using the prayer treatment because the whole crux of this work is based around doing that mental work, that mental conditioning work over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. How long do you have to do it? As it says in the Bible, when Jacob was wrestling with God, you know, metaphorically, metaphysically, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. So we have to be in that space to where we have to just be okay with saying, I'm going to do the work that it takes to shift my consciousness and create a new belief system around prosperity. So in the book, Spiritual Economics by Eric Butterworth, he writes, and I have an old hardcover book, and this is on page nine of my book, so I don't know, this this is not the, the latest version of the book, so I don't want to say that... Um, this is the accurate page on your book, but it's in chapter one, The Truth About Substance. Uh, Eric Butterworth wrote, God can do no more for you than he can do through you. All the help of God cannot aid you except as it flows through your consciousness, through your faith, through your vision. So before you attempt to raise money, the first step should be to raise consciousness. I'm going to read that again. God can do no more for you than he can do through you. All the help of God cannot aid you except as it flows through your consciousness, through your faith, through your vision. So before you attempt to raise money, the first step should be to raise consciousness. So he's reminding us that the first place we always have to work is is in our minds. We have to be clear about what a prosperity consciousness is or isn't. And, you know, one of the things that he mentions in the book before I get to the John Wolcott Adams book is, is a reminder that he wrote in the introduction of this book uh, 
two really great ideas in particular. First one is a great idea whose time has come is that there is no such thing as a purely financial problem unrelated to false attitudes and emotions that caused it or a healthy attitude or emotion that can cure it. That's a that is a powerful thought because it's basically saying I need to shift my mind around this particular subject. And then uh, he says, well, actually, I'm going to read three things from introduction. Then he wrote. uh, Prosperity is not just having things. It is the consciousness that attracts the things. So when we are working with our minds, we have to recognize that what we're really working with is the consciousness of a thing, not the thing. You might say, well, I want the house, the car, the new job, the business success, you know, you know, wealth in general. Okay, get I get it. Got it. Now. The metaphysical approach is life is work from the inside out, not outside in. So what do I need to work on myself to make sure that this process is what it needs to be? Now, one of the things that's interesting about working with the mind is people who understand mind know that once you have a person conditioned to think a certain kind of way, it doesn't make a difference Um you don't have to worry about what they will do. When I pre- preached this past Sunday at Christ Universal Temple, and I put the, by the way, the sermon on my uh, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell page. So if you want to see it, it was Who and What is God Part 3. One of the things that I did was I want to make sure that I read this particular quote because this quote is from Carter G. Woodson, and for those who aren't familiar with Carter G. Woodson, he's the person that's responsible for us uh, African-Americans to eventually have a Black History Month. It originally started off as Black History Week, and um, he's a giant in the intellectual circles and one of the most revered uh, African-Americans of the 20th century. And when he wrote a book called The Miseducation of the Negro. And in the book, he he wrote that if you can control a man's thinking, you do not have to worry about his action. When you shall, excuse me, when you determine what a man shall think, you do not have to concern yourself about what he will do. If you make a man feel that he is inferior, you do not have to compel him to accept an inferior status for he will seek it himself. If you make a man think that he is justly an outcast, you do not have to order him to the back door. He will go without being told, and if there is no back door, his very nature will demand one. So that quote is basically saying that once a person is conditioned to act a certain kind of way, you can leave them alone. They're going to play their part. And normally in societies, you have to learn about prosperity and wealth and conditioning and learn about the divinity that is within you because it's very difficult to keep a person a slave. And I'm not saying outwardly, I'm talking about mentally when they know who they are. Reverend Coleman used to say, you can't keep an educated person a slave. When she was talking about educated, she meant from the standpoint of having an awareness of who you are in God and who God is in you and we need to make sure that we differentiate that so the other quotes really quickly from eric butterworth and then i will or the uh other quote from eric butterworth that i'm gonna get into the how to have unexpected income book is prosperity is a way of living and thinking and not just money or things poverty is a way of living and thinking and not just a lack of money or things so again i want to drive home the point that we're not just talking about the dollars in your wallet or in your bank account. We're talking about a state of mind, the consciousness that attracts the things or the consciousness that repels them. So when we really start talking about prosperity, well-being, abundance, always remember that first we're talking about consciousness. And then we're talking about the demonstration of that consciousness.
Because a person with the proper consciousness can be put in multiple settings and they'll still figure out a way to produce wealth because it's the consciousness, not just the having it. Now, sometimes being, and I will say this, for whatever sole reasons, being born in a certain level of wealth can be beneficial because you start off with that consciousness. So that's the way you think in general. So you don't have to be reconditioned. But for the majority of people who are not born a Rockefeller or in the, you know, the Ford family or, you know, a descendant of Bill Gates or, you know, a Conrad Hilton or somebody like that, we have to work on our minds. We have to work on our consciousness. We have to work on the way we think. We have to wrap our brains around a new way of thinking about money, success, prosperity, and abundance. All right. So let's get to it. So, again, this is just, again, a review of the book and making sure that we have a a really good idea about what we're working with. All right. Now, just going back to page one, because I think this is still important because he talks about the purpose of the book. He wrote, the purpose of this book is to help you open your mind, accept and enjoy the exciting extra money and all of the rich blessings available to you through the practice of unexpected income. So the purpose of the book is for you to, again, open your mind to accept. The possibility of extra income, extra money, and the blessings that go along with the transformation of your consciousness. You know, and uh, books like this really kind of function like uh, a Trojan horse. You you open the book and you say, okay, I'm working with this book because I want to get it up. Uh, I want to produce some income. I need money. And then it teaches you the principles that make you become aware of who you are in God as a spiritual being and how to condition your mind to be in alignment with that truth. So what you end up getting is money and because you think you're seeking money and then you end up seeking the kingdom of God within you. And this is why Jesus wrote, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew six thirty three. This book will have you thinking you're seeking just, I ain't going to say just, will have you thinking that you're seeking money and you'll end up finding out that you're seeking much more. And I had to stop myself from saying just because sometimes when we put just in front of a word, we're saying it in the unconscious way to devalue it. So Reverend Ike used to always say, never say what money isn't. All right, you know, we say, well, money can't buy you this and love and money can't buy you happiness. Okay, all right. You don't have to say what money can or can't do. I will say this. I agree with Reverend Ike when he says even misery goes better with money. It's one thing to be working through stuff in life. It's another thing to be working through some challenges in life while you're broke. Two totally different things. All right. So, all right. He goes on to say on page two, yet again. This book is intended to help you expand your thinking and awareness of the unlimited good that is waiting for you. Thus, you may claim and experience all of the happiness, good health, love, peace and prosperity God intends for you. He wants you to enjoy it all now. So part of this shift is, as you've been working with this series, hopefully, and doing the prayer treatment every morning, every evening, working with the book, putting it into practice is that. You're expanding your thinking and awareness around unlimited good and realizing that you can have your milk and honey now. You don't have to wait till you die by and by. This, you know, you can have your heaven now because the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of your good is at hand. You can have it now. All right. He goes on to say on page two, again, this is all things I've taught already, but I'm just kind of reviewing and I, he has a lot of good information in this introduction. So I just want to take a little time just to, to deal with it, because now that you've done the series, maybe you can hear it differently. A basic reason that more people do not enjoy more money and what it can provide is that they look to only one or two avenues, jobs, etc., for their financial supply. So. Another thing that we have to look at is how are we viewing our avenues of finance? You know, one of the things that 
uh, Robert Kiyosaki, the guy from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, always talks about is uh, passive income, cash flow, you know, where what is your ability to have more than one stream of income coming in? He, he uh, In the book, he talks about the cash flow quadrant of how people make money Four basic ways you can make money. You can look that up online when you choose the cash flow quadrant or rich dad's cash flow quadrant. He talks about being in the, on the left side. He says, um, you know, the people uh, is, is, you, you tend to work harder to make the money. You can make the money, but you know, but you work harder to make the money. On the right side of the quadrant, the money is working for you in a more passive way. So he talks about being an employee on the left side, top left corner. He talks about on the bottom left being uh, self-employed or a specialist. You know, uh, that would be something like, you know, a doctor who has his own, his or her own office or some type of, you know, small business owner where you're opening the business and closing the business. You're working 12 hours a day. So he calls that owning a job. Now, you could end up making a lot of money doing both of those things. Then he talks about on the other side, though, being a business owner and investor. And when we see wealth produced at a very high level, it's normally business owners and investors because that creates passive you know some level of passive income but he also talks about cash flow and the reason why i'm bringing that up is uh, i read an article last week about a woman who had a net worth of maybe 4.5 billion because she had all of her money in a particular company on a majority of like 80% or something like that 80 90% of her money wrapped up in this particular investment um or company that she was connected to and then it crashed and she lost 4.5 billion so her net worth went basically to almost nothing and i don't know what the time span uh was but let's just say if that time span in any time span losing 4.5 million to basically zero is a lot which also meant that it was no that that was invest the rich but it also had no cash flow so the process of trying to figure out that and how that works matters it's just an interesting concept when you start actually asking yourself what are my avenues of income how do i make money how does money end up in my possession how can i expand my cash flow my avenues of supply what are we open to? What are the skills, talents, and abilities that I have? I always add legally because I just don't assume anything these days. Uh, and I say that because I don't want anybody, first of all, doing anything that, that's going to boomerang it back and hit them in the head. Uh, so it's important for you to get really present to that. How does money come into my possession? And how can I do a better job of making sure money works for me? Do I even have a financial plan to pray and, and, and read the books and work on your consciousness and not have a plan really is more challenging. It requires some reevaluation. It requires some serious reevaluation. We need to relook, reevaluate, how we're seeing and viewing things. All right. So we have about one minute before we actually have to take our first break. So I want to remind you that you can call into the show at 888-558-6489. 888-558-6489. One more time. 888-558-6489. I know the people are listening to the show. I see the, see the, uh, you know, the, the, the information they give you to let you know who's downloading and who's listening live, not your actual information, but just the amount of people. So I would like to hear from you. Let me know how this series has worked for you and, you know, what you got out of it. Also want to remind you that this show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations. So as you freely 
receive freely give go to www.unity.fm and and uh, click on the donate button to help support this online ministry we'll be right back with truth transforms Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. Weather forecasters can provide guesstimates based on scientific data, but in the end, we cannot know with absolute certainty what the weather will be until we live it. Life works the same way. We may think we know what's going to happen, expecting the best while preparing for the worst. We can keep a positive frame of mind and weather any storm because we are one with the ever-present miracle-working power of God. We are mightier than any circumstance on this earth because we are divine in nature and a part of the eternal. We live in a world where we can realize our possibilities because we know that with God all things are possible. And the way to keep our hearts and minds centered and focused on divine potentialities is through prayer. As author Frances W. Folks wrote in her book, Effectual Prayer, If the time of achievement seems long, pray. If the way seems dark, pray. If the results seem delayed, pray. Morning, noon, and night, pray. Pray without ceasing. This Mindful Moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine. For more than 90 years, Daily Word has helped people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Take advantage of our 30-day free trial of the digital edition. You'll receive access to the online magazine, a daily email with the Word for the Day and the Daily Word app. To sign up for the 30-day free trial, visit unityonlineradio.org slash dailyword. The world is full of voices, advertising, television, politics, colleagues, family, and friends. All are too happy to tell us how to live. In all of that noise, it's easy to miss the one voice that matters, your own soul. What would happen if you could hear that voice? Imagine the clarity, confidence, and courage that would be yours and the life you could create. Join Janet Connor, best-selling author of Writing Down Your Soul, The Lotus and the Lily, and Your Soul Wants Five Things, as she and her guests explore how to hear the call of the soul and create the soul-directed life. Live Thursday at 1 p.m. Central, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Go inside to find. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I also want to remind you that, again, this show has a Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. So make sure that you go on it, like the page, share the material. I also want to remind you when you go to the Facebook page or to the iTunes uh, store to listen to the show or the Stitcher radio app online or the app that you can also put reviews in for the show. So make sure you go in. If you like what you're hearing, give it a review. It allow people, it allows people to become aware of it because if the shows are reviewed as people are listening and clicking on iTunes and on Stitcher, it goes up the list. So when people are looking for self-help, spiritual or transformational work online the you know every time it's clicked on every time it's selected it allows it's telling uh, you know a computer somewhere hey this is important we need to uh, promote this so 
let's help get this message out as much as we possibly can. Let's work with it. So make sure you do that. You know, as you share it on Facebook pages and all this other stuff. I mean, we have a message. I really believe that's really strong and powerful, and we have to get it out. Also, I want to remind you that Christ Universal Temple has a website www.cutemple.org so go on the website check things out go on our Facebook page Christ Universal Temple find out what's going on for instance you know uh, on June 17th we have a new service that we're starting a, a Friday evening service every third Friday of the month we're calling it Breakthrough Reverend Wells uh, is going to presenting something that's you know new and fresh and innovative and exciting you know uh, you know, uh, musically, you know, inspirational sermons, energy, uh, just just come check it out. So make sure that you go on the Christ Universal Temple page, Facebook page, so you can make sure that you're getting all the updates when you need to get it. And if you go to the website and you sign up for our e-blast, you can make sure that you get whatever information you need to receive. Let's make sure that you stay present. Also, let you know if you're in the Chicagoland area on Saturday, on Sunday, excuse me, I will be preaching at Christ Universal Temple, teaching or preaching about the divinity of humankind. So if you want to hear a, a lesson about a good lesson about what it means to be a spiritual being, what does it mean to be the image and likeness of God, then make sure, make sure that you hear you're in the place to hear that lesson. All right. God be the glory. Back to the book. All right. So page three. He says a few things that I think are really important. First one is determine that you will exercise your mind in such a way that will result in much larger images regarding the availability of universal substance, which will prosper you again. Determine. That's a, a choice. You have, to be determined is not just um, a lackadaisical decision. When you're determined, you're putting a lot of energy, effort, and focus behind a thing. Determine that you will exercise your mind in such a way. Be determined that you will be able to produce the income that you desire for your life. Be determined to produce the things that you say you want in your experience. Be determined that matters. All right. It goes on to say, decide again. Decide means to cut off the other options. Decide to lift decide to lift your faith and when we talked about the chapter on faith we talked about how faith is the perceiving power of the mind so you're lifting up your perceiving power to be able to that's attached or linked to your ability to shape the substance of god decide to lift your faith and use your imagination to perceive that which you want so at this point can you Write down what it is that you really want. Not wish for. Want. And that really has to land. Is it clear in your mind what it is that you want? This is why, I, you know, I think I said this in an early, earlier episode. Jack Canfield talks about in the book, The Success Principles, that everybody should write down a list of 101 things they want to do in their lives before they make their transition. It can be something as simple as, you know, I want to eat a cheeseburger at, at this particular restaurant all the way down to your big goals and dreams. All of the simple stuff and all of the, the, the big things and everything in the middle. And really be present to, do I know what I want in life? Do I really know what I want? Because it's really challenging to manifest something that's not clear in your mind. Do you know what you want? 
because part of working with this unexpected income is really saying, I really want this and I really want this good because the unexpected income can show up as the money or it can show up as the equivalent. Somebody could be blessing you with the equivalent. So if a person blesses you with uh, a vacation trip, then that might be the equivalent to a couple of thousand dollars. Now you can say, well, that doesn't happen. In my own class, as I was teaching uh, the success principles a couple of years ago, a woman said in the class, that she was working with a particular uh, prayer process that I had going on in the class that she wanted to travel uh, to the to Asia, and a friend of hers, out of the blue, wanted to go to Thailand and didn't have someone to go. And was willing to pay for her to go with her. She got an all expense paid trip to Thailand. Because she was working with her mind. You say, well, she might have asked the lady anyway. Maybe, maybe not. It's a high probability that when you start, when you, when you have the, options of money to be able to do things you know maybe more than one person you possibly could have that experience with but she chose that particular lady and I can go on and on about different um, exciting ways blessings and things show up you don't know how it'll show up but you have to be open and receptive and that means you have to be clear in your mind what it is that you want to produce Especially when it comes to the main stuff. Because you got to put some mental energy behind it. You have to put some enthusiasm behind it. You have to put some fire in your belly behind it. This is what you really desire. And you're really going for it. Because here's the thing. If we say we want it. And we're unwilling to do the work to get it. That we don't want it bad enough. That's why I think people, I'm a big NBA basketball fan. And one of the things that I noticed is now that um, Stephen Curry has become more popular. Obviously, two-time MVP. Most likely about to be a second-time NBA world champion. People are now paying attention to his pre-game warm-ups. He does an extremely intense warm-up before every game. All these dribbling exercises. He has to hit shots from particular parts of the court before he moves on to the next part. And then he has to hit a shot from the hallway going back into the locker room before he goes back into the locker room. Now, he's good enough where I'm sure he could skip a couple of those exercises, but he doesn't because he wants it bad. How bad do you want it? I, I, I remember in the 90s when Michael Jordan retired and he went to play baseball. And, you know, I remember that day because I remember watching the news and, um, you know, for, for the for the producer in Unity Village, this is one of the days where a grown man cried. Real tears <laughs> when Michael Jordan retired that first time. But anyway, when he came back, he wasn't the same player. And he had to uh, make a movie after he came back to the Bulls and they got eliminated in the playoffs. And that movie was Space Jam. But because now when he signed up to do the movie, he was he was still a baseball player. And now he was he's back to being a basketball player. He said, well, I have to get prepared for the new season now. So what he ended up doing was he had the movie studio, I believe it was Warner Brothers, build him a basketball court 
on set. So when he wasn't doing his parts, he could play basketball. And he invited all of his NBA friends, the majority of who were NBA All-Stars, and some of the people were actually in the movie, the Patrick Ewan's, the Charles Barkley's, etc. But he invited other people, the Reggie Miller's, etc. And they excuse me, played basketball almost every day. And what Jordan did was he was determined to come back and prove that he was still the best player in the game. And as long as he was playing, that championship belonged to him. And that's when we got the 72 and 10 Bulls. That was him saying, yeah, I know I got to make a movie. Yeah, I've committed to this. But you know what? I want it bad enough to where I will discipline myself and see what I need to see and do the things I need to do. And in that summer, he developed, and I'm saying saying this because it's basketball, it's not the book. You got to be able to see the relation. In that summer, he added something to his game that he's known for now. The fadeaway jump shot. Before that, he taught he shot it sparingly, but as he got older, he needed a shot that he could shoot quickly before the defenses could collapse on him. And what he developed was, I get I can get the ball, I can turn either way, shoot it in this money. Now, when you start to develop your prosperity consciousness, when things are not where they need to be, you can shift to the space you need to be in to make sure that you're functioning at a higher level of consciousness, not just the regular levels of consciousness that you that you might normally function from. You have to be able to shift. Okay, this is where I'm at. Let me get myself still. Let me get myself centered. Let me make sure that I'm working these principles, doing the things I need to do the way they need to be done so I can demonstrate this truth in my life, this health, this peace, this joy, this prosperity. It's the shift. So imagine like Michael Jordan, when you're working with this book and listening to this show and doing the work, doing the prayer treatment every morning, every evening, and doing the things that it states in this book, you're working on your game and you're adding moves. You're working on your mental game and adding moves. This unexpected income could be uh, information could be your new fadeaway shot mentally. That this is a way you keep your mind conditioned to the abundance of God. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. And really being present to what that means and how that can work in your life. That you can have this good now, but you have to decide to lift your faith and use your imagination to perceive that which you want. Visualize the increased good actually manifesting for you. Visualize the increased good actually manifesting for you. Visualize the increased good actually manifesting for you. You have to see it. You have to see it, no matter what. That part, no one else can do for you. People can help you. They can help you with your vision. They can help you with your dreams. They can help you with your goals. But what they can't do is give you the vision. They can't give you the dream, and they can't make your goals. That part is on you. And you can't expect... God as divine law to fulfill something you can't see or accept in your own mind. It's just a different way of thinking. So we're getting close to our uh, second and last break. And what I want to uh, do at this point is I'm going to request that on my Truth Transforms Facebook page that you give me some ideas or books that possibly you might want me to teach down the line. I'm not actually going to say I'm going to teach it next, but I just want to see what's out there and what's on your mind. 
So as you're listening to this show, just put on the page, hey, I would love for you to teach the book on da-da-da-da-da, or et cetera, et cetera. Now, don't give me something that's going to require me to teach three years, like uh, three or four years, like teach the science of mind by Ernest Holmes, because I would never <laughs> take years to teach that online. The point is I'm trying to make sure that, you know, I'm in tune. So let me know what it is that you would like to hear me teach some type of book or material. So with that, we're going to take our last break and I'll be right back with Truth Transform. We are all on the journey together, making sense of this life finding our spirituality, growing and evolving. As we travel through this world, Unity Magazine is your resource for gaining a deeper understanding of life. Unity Magazine is on the forefront of spiritual discovery with articles and features from leading authors, teachers, and philosophers. Stimulate your thinking and strengthen your spirituality with Unity Magazine. Sample a free trial issue or subscribe today at unitymagazine.org. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on a Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. All right, welcome back to Truth Transforms. So I'm going again doing a review of the book, making sure that people have just a good understanding of what we're doing and why we're doing it with this material. So I'm going to page 11 now. An irresistible magnet. He states, as you use the prayer treatment for unexpected income, a positive vibration radiates from you that transforms you into an irresistible magnet for wonderful happenings. So I just like that because that's basically something you can turn into an affirmation. I am an irresistible magnet for wonderful happenings. I am an irresistible magnet for wonderful happenings. So if it's wonderful, it's supposed to happen to me. If it's wonderful, it's supposed to happen to me. I'm an irresistible magnet for wonderful happening happenings. It's it's a shift in consciousness. So what he's basically saying is people tend to get in tune with you based upon what you vibe. You ever come into a space and you just hit it off with somebody? You just vibe. You don't even know why. It just, it just seems as though you, you, you click. You know, sometimes you, you, you're at a job or you're at school back in the day. You could be at the park swinging on the swings and you were six years old and something just clicked and you've been friends ever since. That's the vibe that you all are on. Uh, And then sometimes it can be a situation where something intuitively is just saying, no, stay away, Uh, avoid that person. Uh, I'm not so sure about that person, et cetera, et cetera. So recognize that you can be a magnet for wonderful happenings and things and people that are in alignment with your positive, abundant consciousness will be drawn unto you. All right. He goes on to say that it's not a get rich scheme in chapter two. 
And I like that because he's saying this isn't about manipulation. This is about the transformation of consciousness. He says on page 14, so-called get-rich schemes do not usually work. Rather, they more often leave the participants poorer than before. Such schemes are for gullible, gullible people who are usually looking for a quick fix for a life of meager financial existence, which is born of the belief that one must struggle just to get by. There are people who are looking for an easy way to get rich without using their minds to think prosperously first. Neither do they make a sincere effort to gain financially through means in accordance with the laws and principles of prosperity. So he's basically saying, stop trying to get something for nothing. Stop trying to manipulate. Stop thinking that you can outperform your consciousness and conversation. It's a part of the process of, of, of understanding that it is yours by right of consciousness. I literally wrote in the margins of my book next to that paragraph, not by right of consciousness. What does that mean? I'm seeking to get something I haven't earned by right of consciousness. So what ends up happening is even when you're dealing with games of chance, like the lottery, many times if people don't shift quickly, they lose money swiftly. But, you know, it is well, well documented how often lottery winners lose all of their money within seven years. If they take all the money up front, because they're dealing with family members, they're dealing with friends, they they never learned how to control money on their own. I remember um, listening to, or watching the news rather, and they were talking about some NBA player, I don't remember right now his name, where he was going, he retired, or and the repo man took his Lamborghini while he was out in the streets. Can you imagine pulling up to a place in a car that costs more than $250,000 and then when you walk out and the repo man has it? That doesn't seem to make sense. But that's some people's current experience. They know how to make it. They don't know how to keep it. Their talent allowed them to be able to make it. Their consciousness can't allow them to keep it. So what ends up happening is with many of these athletes and entertainers, they end up blowing all of their money because they're highly talented, but they never got around with dealing with their consciousness around money and abundance. I still use the example of MC Hammer because it still amazes me. One year he made $33 million just rapping and dancing. That was one year. And maybe three years later, he was filing for bankruptcy. But they ended up finding out later that he had a bankroll of employees from the hood. From, and I'm not using that in a negative because, you know, that's just, you know, black people talk. From the hood where they... uh where he hired everybody just, you know, to do stuff that just because he didn't want to leave anybody. So he found work for them. A half a million dollars a month. So you end up spending all of this money, $500,000 a month on people who, because you didn't want to leave uh, them in the neighborhood and instead of maybe, you know, empowering them to be able to get the educations education the training or whatever is needed so they can sustain it beyond you so it's important to recognize that this is not a get rich thing your talent can open it your talent can legitimately open the doors for you and make a way for you but if you don't have a consciousness of abundance it's hard to keep it very hard to keep it All right, back to the book. He goes on to say that in on in the prayer treatment on page nineteen and tw- I mean twenty and twenty one, he goes over all of the basic stuff. Now I'm not going over the prayer treatment again because I did a whole show on just the prayer treatment, and I think it's really important that 
you take the time and read it yourself. But on page 22, he talks about uh, prayer treatment from Emmett Fox. He uses this quote. A spiritual treatment is a change of mind. When the mind changes, the outer expression must change to correspond. Indeed, Paul says we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. So what we're seeking to do is have a shift in our thinking around the subject. A shift in our thinking around the subject. So when you think something is possible and you didn't think it was possible previously, you've had a major shift in consciousness. That's a major shift. When you think that it's possible that you can have wealth, you start to look and deal with money differently. I'm talking to a buddy of mine, and he was talking about how he was contracted to do some particular type of work in the trade. And, you know, he's been working on his consciousness. And out of this process, he's gotten paid five times and counting more than the original agreement because new opportunities from that one opportunity kept presenting themselves so from so picture if you make if you say I want to I I'm I'm going to do work for you I'm just using this hypothetically for $100 and you end up with 5 or 600 dollars that's a good day. If you say I'm going to do work for you for $1,000 and you end up with $6,000, that's a good day. If you say I'm going to do this work for you for $10,000 and you end up with $60,000, that's a good day. If you say I'm going to do this work for you for $100,000 and you end up with $600,000, that's a good day. What I'm saying is, as you open your mind to unexpected income, you can walk into a situation thinking that this is only going to bless you with this particular amount of income, money, and because you are working with your consciousness of prosperity, that can end up being an avenue through which you have access to a whole lot of extra money or unexpected income because my buddy was not expecting to, to be five and six times over the amount that he was contracted to do. That one situation created other opportunities and avenues for him to be able to make money. And they and it's building on itself. And I'm using that as an example because, you know, I'm just talking about regular folks, regular people with jobs and their, and their own companies and children. And, you know, kids in school and paying tuitions and and proms and all that other type of stuff. But you have to have the shift around money first. The shift. All right. And one of the ways you do that is the treatment. So when you're doing the prayer treatment on pages 20 and 21, the prayer treatment for unexpected income, you're shifting your mind. You're shifting your mind. I'm going to challenge you to continue this practice well beyond listening to this podcast. I'm going to be teaching something totally different. And stay on this particular subject because if it's prosperity that you seek to demonstrate, then why get off of it? If it works. You know, one of the basic things that you have to understand that when you're working with the basics, you never walk away from it. If you watch a boxer, you know, I've been watching a lot of clips on Muhammad Ali, obviously, God bless his soul as he goes forward in eternal life and his family. It's showing all these clips, Muhammad Ali, jab, 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 cross, right cross, jab, 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 right cross. Now, it don't make a difference how advanced a boxer you are. It's still jab, cross, uppercut, hook. Overhand right. Those are like all the punches you can throw. Basics. So if you have something that works, when you every time you throw the jab, it lands. Then why would you throw another punch? And if you are, uh, <laughs> if if that combination works, then you keep using it. Well, guess what? If you're working with this prayer treatment and you f- 
see the noticeable shift in consciousness and new ideas are coming into your mind and you're able to visualize and see you're good and you're able to uh, demonstrate unexpected income and you see in your life transformed, then why stop doing it? That's why Reverend Coleman said it works if you work it. If it's working, keep working it. Keep working it. So with that, I'm going to close because it's time to for me to stop and the next uh, person to come up and start doing their thing with their show. So God bless you, and I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. God bless you, and always know that you are loved, loved, and loved. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. of thousands of listeners like you have been transformed through the ministry of Paulette Pipe and her program, Touching the Stillness, one of the longest-running programs on Unity Online Radio. Paulette's latest album of guided meditations, Blissful Stillness, is a new and different experience. The mystical quality of her beautiful voice will reverberate through a Zen-style meditation, a mudra meditation, which are yoga hand positions to deepen your practice, and guided meditations, which we know and love. It features a new instrumental sound by Kelly Hunt with a bonus track by Kathy Zavada. Experience a blissful immersion into quiet and stillness by purchasing your own copy at Shop. Dot unityonline.org Peace in the presence of conflict Love in the presence of hatred Forgiveness in the presence of injury These words are easy to say It's challenging though to live them in everyday life After all, I can make my words and actions peaceful but I have no control over the words and actions of others. That's true, but think about it. If you, then I, then others, one by one, responded in love in every situation, the effect would be like the wave you see spread across a sports stadium. It would go on and on, gaining momentum as it moved through the people around us. I can let peace begin with me. To find a Unity Church near you, please visit our website at www.unity.org. At Metaphysical Romp 2, we demystify metaphysics to help you live life at a deeper level. One of our key principles is the recognition that you always have the power to choose how you respond to any situation. Instead of asking... Why did this happen to me? A better practice, which aligns with the metaphysical principles we share, is to ask yourself the question, how can I use this for good? We promise you'll experience a transformation in thinking that will reap huge dividends as you master the art of living metaphysically. For new perspective and spiritual insight, listen to Metaphysical Romp 2 with co-hosts Rev. Paul Hasselbeck, Rev. Bill Holton, and Rev. Cher Holton. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time. Here on Unity Online Radio.
Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.